Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Tonight, I promise you, we're going to talk about the movie Nanochka, which was on Friday on TCM because it just happened to be Greta Garbo's birthday. She would have been a hundred and... 14, I believe. I could be wrong. I could be right. Why are we going to talk about Nanochka? Because it had the tagline, Garbo laughs. Greta Garbo, the Swedish beauty, the actress, the elusive actress who famously said in the movie Grand Hotel, I want to be alone. And the guy kept offering her things. And she's like, I just want to be alone. And she was very much alone in reality. She left the motion picture business early in her career. Now, I asked the question about the movie Nanochka, directed by Ernest Lubitsch, um, also starring Melvin Douglas. Then there was The Cohorts. You see... Greta Garbo doesn't show up until maybe 20 minutes, I think 20 minutes, into the movie, the movie Nanuchka. Now, Nanuchka was released in 1939, the big year of motion pictures. I know you're laughing. Motion pictures. Well, that's what they used to call them, and that's what they still call them. You think of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, okay? So here we are. Nanuchka. Nanuchka was a, a big moment for Greta Garbo. Greta Garbo and many other actresses had been labeled box office poison. And, you know, Greta Garbo had a very interesting career. I love what um, Gore Vidal said of her. Gre Gore Vidal was like, women liked her. Men didn't like her. I guess that was the lesbianism of her nature. You know, because there was always, you know, there, there was something ambiguous about Greta Garbo. So Lu, uh, Ernest Lubitsch directed Nonochka. Nonochka was released in November of 1939. That big year, you know, Gone with the Wind, The Wizard of Oz, Goodbye Mr. Chips, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, Dark Victory, all nominated for Academy Awards, including Nonochka. So, there are three Soviet agents within this story that are players within the context alongside Greta Garbo. There's Aryanov, Boyanov, and Kapotsky. They arrive in Paris to sell jewelry confiscated from the ar aristocracy during the Russian Revolution of 1917. Yes. So, Nanuchka shows up. She's not happy. The first thing she says, Orinov, Boyanov, and Kapolsky is, do not make an issue of my womanhood. And then as they pass to go to the hotel, where she learns that they've really racked up a bill, and I think she stumbles upon the bill, and she's like, oh, comrades, you must have been smoking a lot. Now she's playing this Russian woman, very rigid. So then she comes in contact well, first she passes the shop and sees that hat. What a strange thing. What an idiotic thing, that hat. She later wears that hat. So it's kind of like she's trying to hide who she really is underneath this veil of toughness. And then when she meets Melvin Douglas, it's all over. 
So she meets Melvin Douglas. He has no idea who she is because they're later going to do business together. And, you know, she's trying to look for the Eiffel Tower of all things. And then he's, you know, helping her with the map. And she's like, must you flirt? I don't have to, but I find it easier. Suppress it. Would you find that your uh, behavior is uh, normal morale of the people? And it goes from there. And so he gets to know Nonochka. He takes her back to his apartment. Yes. And that is where the clock, you know, strikes 12. And she's like, it's 12 o'clock. What's so great about the clock? Oh, Nonochka, one half of Paris is making love to the other half. Now, Melvin Douglas is playing this um, gentleman. Okay, we got we to gotta set this up here, if the iPad will um, cooperate, as it usually doesn't. Okay, so Melvin Douglas is pay, playing Count Leon d'Agnot. And so he is... Oh, Bella Lugosi is in this, I forgot. <laughs> so he is working on the transa- transaction of the jewels, okay? And... Nonochka Yukashova, that's her full name, happens to be the one in charge of turning those jewels back over to the family member who lives in Paris now. And in that process, she falls in love with Melvin Douglas. And so this rigid Russian exterior come I mean, you know, the Kremlin came down right there. And... Um, it was it was cute. It was cute the way they, you know, and then also that moment where he follows her. I mean, he is smitting with uh, Nonochka. And I love saying that name. That's probably one of her best films, Nonochka. And he stumbles upon this restaurant for working men. And he lies and says he goes there all the time. So then he's telling her this story and he and she doesn't laugh and he's like everyone else finds it funny but you don't and he falls on his bottom and everyone starts laughing and as he looks up melvin douglas looks up greta garbo nonochka is laughing too so that was the tagline garbo laughs because you know originally when she first did her first talking film it was garbo talks you know it was it was a back then it was a big thing oh garbo laughs what she does and Box office poison, no more. So Greta Garbo was nominated for Best Actress. She didn't win. Now, Nanuchka on a whole received four Academy Award nominations. Best Picture, Best Actress, and Best Original Story. Now, this was the year of Gone with the Wind. So, of course, Gone with the Wind swept the awards. Here we are in 2020. You know, Olivia de Havilland has just died. The last cast member of Gone with the Wind, I think. And, you know, the controversy of Gone with the Wind. But I've always felt before all of this happened that Greta Garbo should have won the Academy Award for Best Actress for Nanuchka because it was a transformative role. She goes from this very, you know, rigid Russian agent to this love happy woman for Melvin Douglas. And 
you know, yes, you know, Gone with the Wind was the longer movie. Yeah, Vivian Lee, and she runs the whole show. But at the end of the day, you look at this comedy with Greta Garbo, and comedies really don't fare well at the Academy Awards. Now, Greta Garbo left um, after uh, Two-Faced Woman. Okay, so here's what happens. Pleased with the success of Nanochka, MGM quickly decided to team Garbo and Douglas in another romantic comedy, Two-Faced Woman, in 1941. Was a result of Garbo received the worst reviews of her entire career. It turned out to be her final film. Greta Garbo never did another film again. Now, she did a, a test for a motion picture in the 40s where she looked great, but it, it didn't amount to anything. Now, Melvin Douglas later went on to win Academy Awards for Best Supporting Actor in HUD as Paul Newman's father and in the movie Being There. His character is married to Shirley MacLaine. So, Greta Garbo. Greta Garbo went on to get an honorary Oscar, which she, of course, didn't turn up to pick up. They sent it to her. Greta Garbo died April 15th. 1990 at the age of 84 so 30 years ago you know she never she never acted again she truly lived you know the life that she wanted to which was to be alone she had her friends but at the same time even Jane Fonda was a friend of hers they all said that she liked to be alone that was that she was a loner of sorts you know she was a good she was a good um, entertainer now, um, Nanuchka really stood the test of time. It stood the test of time. Came out, I mean, this movie is 81 years old. Well, it will be in November. Um, now, I always like to talk about personally what it means to me. When I first watched this film, strangely enough, it was 20 years ago, and I had rented it out of curiosity. I had seen the AFI's 100 Years, 100 Stars, and that got me rolling into the classic cinema that I love today. And Nanuchka, I, I loved Urinov, Bulyanov, and Kapolsky because it was kind of like, okay, she's, you know, falling in love and they're, they're going through their tricks. I mean, they are hilarious. And I love that. But I loved how Greta Garbo, you know, she, her face, she had that face. You could just look at her and you knew what she was thinking about. She was thinking about Melvin Douglas the entire time. Melvin Douglas should have got an Academy Award for this. He is great. He is hilarious because, you know, the way he kind of just woos her. It doesn't take a lot for him to woo her. You know, I think him falling on her himself really got her, you know, smitten with him. So this movie, you know, I've seen it many, many times. Um... Whenever it's on, I try to watch it. On Friday, I realized that, you know, that was Greta Garbo's birthday. And I thought, you know, I was going to talk about Nanuchka. And then I ended up talking about the Goonies on the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. But you know what? It's always good to talk about things that we know. Nanuchka is such a great comedy. Um, Melvin Douglas, Greta Garbo, even Greta Garbo's family has said that her favorite film of hers was Nanuchka. You think of, I mean, she'd made Anna Christie, she'd made Camille, um, you know, she'd made so many films, and 
got the tagline box office poison. Oh, and don't forget Queen Christina, where she dressed up in men's clothes. Now, that really kind of got people thinking that she was ambiguous. She had also played Matahari. But in terms of her sexuality, you know, I think it's irrelevant to this conversation. When you look at Nunochka and the way she falls in love with Melvin Douglas, it's almost like she really did fall in love with Melvin Douglas. And that's what I love about this movie. It's, it's so, it's not screwball comedy funny, but it is, you know, it's a romantic comedy. This is, of course, before Julia Roberts was even a thought, before any of the rom-coms as we call them. This was a true quintessential romantic comedy okay so i hope you've enjoyed that and tonight it's almost midnight so one love of one half of california is fighting fires and i my hat goes off to them and the other half is making love so as always unpleasant dreams <laughs> <laughs>